Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. We've been waiting all year for today. There's been games played by student human athletes all over the country trying to put an orange leather ball into a metal basket. What teams will make it? What teams won't? We've been asking those questions all year. Today's the day that March Madness begins! Let's go! We're real excited about March Madness. (laughs) A lot of money being gambled. You're about to hear some real insider information from a guy named Brandon Lang, friend of the show. Last year, he told us that Loyola was going to hit. Loyola hit big time. I honestly believe that that did his business a massive favor. Mm -hmm. It might have been something he ran with, but we're lucky he came back and gave us some sleeper picks. We talk about everything March Madness, and then we have an interview with a couple legends at the end of this. Today's show is brought to you by the same people that bring you every single show. It's the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth. Whether it's an ocean, whether it's land, whether it's the moon, this ticket buying app is the greatest app on all of them. No doubt. No questions. Mm -mm, None. You know why, Todd? Why is that, Pat? This ticket buying app, Mm -hmm. they're all lazy. No. no. Mm -mm. The opposite of lazy, I'd say. They get their ass out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And they scan all the other ticket buying platforms. That's pure hustle. They make sure you know what you're getting. They make sure you get the most bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. They see what everybody else is charging tickets for, and they say, this is the best price. That's loyalty. It's Mm SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth because they work for you. Mm -hmm. They work with you. And they're also a company that works with us in a massive way, and we love them for it. You don't have to be going to March Madness to use SeatGeek. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. SeatGeek has tickets to everything. Comedy, theater, basketball. Hockey? What's going on, hockey? Hockey is good. And that's hockey talk. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. All right. What's up, Nick? Hockey is good. And that's hockey talk. You heard it. Now let's get back to ticket talk. SeatGeek is the only place to go. You go to the SeatGeek app and you use promo code PAT, you get $10 off your first. That's all you got to do? That's all you got to do. And it, by the way, I don't. It's not in the current read for us to read, and I haven't been able to do this in a while. Mm-hmm. I think it's just two taps. Two taps. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. It's that easy. Just two taps, and you're going to a live event because you're live, but are you living? Go live and experience mm-hmm. something live because it's not just tickets to a game or event or show. What it is is a story that you'll tell for the long haul, a memory that you'll have forever, a something that you always look back on and say, "Damn it." Thank you mm-hmm. to your friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek at promo code PAT, $10 off your first order. Let's get into this convo with Brennan Ling. Ladies and gentlemen, this man has been a professional sports handicapper since before you were born. There's a movie made about his life and two for the money. Last year, he gave us Loyola to be a running team with that damn nun, and it was spot on. We made money from jump, not just in the late rounds. We made money from jump because of the voice of this man. He has a website that gives away picks. He's trying to make us all rich. And it's uh, sports gamblers heaven as March Madness kicks off today. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Lane. 
That was pretty epic last year to come on your show. First time I'd ever done your show. You were, of course, over with the other guys before you went solo. <laughs> and uh, tatted Loyola Chicago to the Final Four. You're right. Finished the tournament on a 13-2 and run, making serious dough. And uh, got things off on the right foot last night with South Dakota State, plus the 7.5, hanging in there over Texas. So we're off to a good start. I got some uh, I got some zingers for you, brother. Some absolute zingers that I think are going to shock the world, and it's uh, it's that time of year. Let's do. I can't wait. Whenever you did the Loyola thing uh, on our show, I believe you got some backlash from uh, the room and the crowd. A couple laughs in your face. Turns out you were the last one to laugh, weren't you, Brandon? You were the last one well, laughing. When you've been doing this for 27 years, 27 years um, you're going to get laughed at a lot. <laughs> and uh, it's, just, it's, it's part of picking games. And, and if you tout big and you lose big, you're going to get shredded big. That's fine. That's fine. For an average-looking white guy, I've been laughed at, and I've picked up a lot of hot pussy and strip bars. <laughs> so you know what? You, you can say whatever you want about me, but you walk into a strip bar with me, we're walking out of there and we're not paying. Let me just tell you that much right now. That's a whole other podcast and a whole other story. We want to talk hoops. We're going to talk hoops. Strap on your seatbelts and get ready to roll. It starts in the Midwest. Okay. Your, fir- your first upset in the first round, take a look at number four, Kansas, and number 13, Northeastern. Yes. Northeastern's got five starters back from last year. My sources tell me that when Kansas is done in this tournament, Bill Self is out of Lawrence like a fat girl in dodgeball. Really? Oh. I'm telling you right now. That's your first big nugget. I got it from multiple sources that he has done. I also have it in good authority. He said into the NBA could land with the Chicago Bulls. Some rumor him to take over with Pop at San Antonio because of his relationship with R.C. Buford. I don't see that. I see potentially going back to his Illinois roots and ended up with the Chicago Bulls. But definitely, when this tournament is over for him, he is out of there at Kansas. Hey, and I think Northeastern hey, gets him. Hey. Is, is that all public knowledge right there, or did you just break some news that a professional sports handicapper just outscoops the scoops people? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been touting it for two weeks now oh, that I got it. I'm, I'm doing a little Adam Scheffner on the world. It's, uh, I did NBC National last week, gave it out on there. I'm dropping that bomb. If you look at his program, 14 straight Big 12 titles came to an end. Players defecting, players suspending. It just, it's all coming to a head. The writing's on the wall. And I'm not saying he's involved in some shadiness, but uh, Will Wade is not the first guy that we're going to see here in the next month or two that the gauntlet's going to fall on. So I'm dropping that bomb that Bill Self will not be back at Kansas next year. Okay. A little Brandon Lang bomb right mm-hmm. there. Okay, so Northeastern is a team that's going to get an early win over Kansas. Kansas excited for that. Who else we got? Let's continue on. 14 seed Yale, the smart boys uh-huh. with uh with with if you haven't seen this kid kid play, he's the, he's an absolute stud. His, his last name is like Olin, it's like Oin. Um seven guy. He can flat out play boys. Jump on board Yale plus the points, but don't be surprised to see LSU squirming in the last 5 minutes of that game. Couple more 13 seeds for you other than Northeastern. Keep an eye on my boys, Cal Irvine from the West Coast. I love my boys. Uh, ben Wade, probably playing injured for Kansas State, leading score. Uh, they're getting four and a half, five. There's your 13 seed over another four. Get you some UC Irvine plus the points. They're, of course, going to get stopped in the next round by the Loyola Chicago of this year. Oh, I saw them play. who is it? 
Here they come, boys. I saw them play last Friday night here at the T-Mobile scene in Vegas. I had courtside seats, and I watched one of the most entertaining games I've seen all year long. Oregon and Arizona State, six-point leads in regulation erased on both sides. Game went to overtime. Arizona State was down eight in overtime, got it back tied, and Oregon got the win. Turned right around, had courtside seats, me and the wifey and another hottie. I was looking like I was courtside at the Lakers. It was unbelievable. It was her stripper friend from Sapphires. I made him wear tight jeans and the boots. It was ungodly, but at the end of the day I watched Oregon beat Washington and ran them out of the gym playing their fourth game in four days it looked like they're playing a scrimmage at the local pickup game it was unbelievable they're healthy their point guard Pritchard was the starting point guard on the team that went to the final four as a freshman keep your eye on the Oregon Ducks, who I got beating Virginia in the Sweet 16. Wow. I got them beating Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Oregon is your Final <laughs> Four without Sister Jean. Brandon Lang is on fire today. Mm-hmm. Normally when we stop, it's an ad break, but this particular time it is... Tell me something, Todd. There are hundreds and thousands of unexploded landmines in the country of Cambodia. Really? Still today. Wow. Whoa. Oh. Incredible. Thanks for that. And Careful that was. Step. And that was. <laughs> Tell me something, Todd. And now it's time for an ad read. <laughs> Definitely going to sneak it in there. <laughs> yeah. Especially where we're talking about right now with Brandon Lang. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he just mentioned a couple things about potential sexual mm-hmm. activity. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every guy wants to last long. Ain't that right, Connor? That's true. But thinking about baseball doesn't always work. The folks at Roman, an online men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes. Yes. Swipe. The secret to longer, better sex, Roman Swipes. Stop saying the Pledge of Allegiance in your head. Stop counting backwards from 10. Cut it out. Stop counting ceiling tiles. Have endurance in your back pocket. The quick way to take your time. They're Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are convenient, over-the-counter wipes, clinically proven to help you last longer. They're effective, doctor-approved, easy to use, and fast-acting. Sounds too good to be true, doesn't it, Connor? Yeah, it does. Well... Swipes are the real deal. Studies have shown up to a 340% increase in stamina after three months of regular use. Roman Swipes will ship to you in discreet, unmarked packaging, and each Swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet. What makes Swipes better than those creams and foams out there is the desensitizing effect will not transfer to your partner or numb you. That's always an issue. And they're super easy to use. Just take the Swipes out of the packet, wipe it on your most sensitive, Areas and wait a few minutes. That's it. Bing, bang, boom. Longer, better sex from your friends at Roman Swipes. Good sex. Keep Roman Swipes in your back pocket for longer, better sex and get yours fast with free two day shipping by visiting getroman.com forward slash indie. That's G E T R O M A N dot com forward slash indie. Back to Brandon Lang. Huge shout out though to Roman Swipes. Making you a hero in the sack. Hey, okay. So Oregon, Phil Knight squad, mm-hmm. uh, the Nike Ducks 
are going to make a run this year. I think a lot of people had them beating Wisconsin strictly because the 12-5 thing, and that's uh, the historically that's the big play. A lot of people like and nobody. I don't think anybody's gone out and said they're going to beat Virginia, though, to get into Sweet 16. I'm excited for that. I like the Yale thing. We had Dockich on the other day. He couldn't pronounce old Cuzzy's name either, but that dude must be the fucking truth. I didn't know that. And uh, UC Irvine and Northeastern. Let's go, Brandon Lang. Look at you. Big pimp in courtside at these goddamn games, by the way. Hey, if your wife is as hot as mine is, and you've Googled her and you've seen it, and now that we've moved back to Vegas and I'm no longer in the witness protection program in Jacksonville, Florida, we can let it fly a little bit. We're out in the casinos, the wifely girls love to pick up my wife, so I'm like, let's go. Let you be the third wheel. Let's go. But if we're going out in public, you got to dress slutty. You got to be. You got to be. You got to be showcasing Langer the banger at 56. Who just got into Be? Who just got into Bikram hot yoga? And here's a great story. Doing Bikram hot yoga last week. I'm in there early, getting decompressed with 115 degree heat. And I look up, and there's a six seven black dude posting up his mat next to me. I look over. It's Elton Brand. I'm like, oh great, I got you next to me. We're doing Bikram yoga, of course. After Afterwards, we talk about uh, Gonzaga. He was at the game when they lost to St. Mary's. He gave me some really good nuggets going into this tournament as well. So listen, you got the hot wife. You're doing Bikram yoga with ex-NBA and general managers of the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> getting all the little inside information and nuggets from my boy Pat McAfee. By the way, kudos. I listened to your broadcast that you did. Dude, you had me on the floor we need more of that. Kudos to you, buddy. Great job. Hey, Packers-Lions. Lions shut them out there week 17. That had to blow your doors off, even for Langer the banger there. Nobody expected that. Uh, <laughs> no, I had them plus the points. Didn't think they'd win the game outright, but you were getting a nice, big, fat, juicy seven and a half, eight number in that game. Way too many points to give them in a divisional game. Langer the banger. Uh, is that... The best nickname I've ever heard. It's close for a 56-year-old man that's doing Bikram yoga. I think that is an incredible nickname. Is is Langer the Banger something that's followed you a long time, or is it just coming into your own recently? No, it's followed me for a long time. But as you get to know me, um, especially living back here in Vegas, it's it's my wife likes to go out and showcase, and so we've been we've been out and about, and it's. It's a great city to live in when, when you know, you got a hot wife that wants to go to the strip bars and get lap dances. It's a, it's a pretty good spot to be. Are, Listen, if you come to Vegas and you do Vegas with me, it's a Star Trek moment. That's what it is. <laughs> say, what do you mean Star Trek moment, brother? Because we fucking go where no man has gone. <laughs> what are you? Are you guys like little socialites out there in Las Vegas? You and the wife? Yes. The oh. wife likes to take it deep. I'm sorry. And you come out here and you're single, the wife will get a friend for you, and we take it deep. <laughs> deep. Deep undercover. Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop 1, deep undercover. Oh. Wow. So is your life just going out in Vegas with the wife, having a good time, being seen, seeing people, and then just sports all day, every day? Because it seems like you're always collecting information. Even if you're in the middle of a namaste yoga situation, you're always scouting. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like all, uh, we, uh, It's a good release because the pressure of, of this job and winning games. So after I hit the Super Bowl with New England, there was a great three-week run there in February where we went out a lot and enjoyed the – the benefits of, of, of winning that game. And then now we're kind of shut down until I get through March Madness. And then April is a really good month to just go out and, 
in release. But I've, I mean, I've gotten like three hours sleep. You're like the 15th radio show I've done today. I've been up <laughs> since 4 a.m. Vegas time. No drugs, natural energy. I can't yeah, be doing rails and meth at 4 o'clock and doing radio shows. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those. But, We're not uh, at 56. Nope, can't. And with a ten-year-old daughter, I gotta be. I gotta be fair to her. Now, thirty-six, whole different story. <laughs> you, better, you, better, you better slow it down at fifty-six. Ah, fucking a, man. All right. Well, I can't thank you enough for that. You know, we have a gambling podcast now. The boys mm-hmm. are started. They're fifteen and five in their last couple shows. Seventy-five percent, not a big deal. Is that good enough to get it with BrandonLang.com? Yes, it is. What yes, is, it is. What was your percentage of people had to get to get in on uh, BrandonLang.com? Because everybody thinks they're a professional sports handicapper. When you do it for 20-plus years, you're, doing, you're, you're a fucking OG of it. I assume everybody wants to get in. To get into BrandonLang.com, sports handicapper, what do the people have to shoot? You know, it's, it's over a year. Just show you have an opinion and, and show that you have uh, a good opinion and you, that you can support an analysis. Of a lot of people can say, I like Team A. But give me a reason why you like Team A. Like, I'll give you an example. I had South Dakota. One thing about me is that if I give you a play and you read my analysis, if you go to BrandonLang.com right now and you click on my page, I have the analysis posted from last night, South Dakota State, my 200-dimer on North Carolina over, over uh, Duke at North Carolina. But read the Clemson-Alabama analysis. Because the Clemson-Alabama analysis was, I didn't just say Clemson was going to cover that number. I said Clemson was going to beat them by double digits. Oh. And so when everybody, when everybody said, wow, we didn't see this coming, I had about 200 emails to my customer service team saying, hey, B. Lang, great double-digit call on Clemson, not just to cover against Alabama. You said they were going to beat them by double digits, and it wasn't even going to be close. And that's what I pride myself most, Pat, is I'm not going to win every game. I'm going to lose games. I'm going to go on losing streaks. But at least when you read my analysis, at least fucking know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, just you can't do. Help my, I, I can't help that my backcourt in St. Bonaventure on Sunday against St. Louis, the two brothers shot four of 34. I can't crawl through the fucking TV and make a shot for these morons. I no. just can't do it. Yeah. You were on the right side. You were on the right side fucking unbelievable that 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 the guard lofton who scores 20 who scores 23 in the semis shoots two of 10 and dominique welch's running partner shoots three of 14 and they're one of 14 from three make a fucking shot you moron (laughs) can't take you whenever they do that to you langer the banger be like i can't stand it just uh, you know what you're in the gym all day you're on a college scholarship Make a fucking shot. I saw Pat McAfee on a video in some room shooting a nice jumper with a mic on, hitting threes. If Pat McAfee can do that, can I get a fucking freshman on a scholarship that can make a three for me inside the last three minutes? He might, you know, he might have failed a test. He is a student human <laughs> athlete. You got to remember that. That's true. A lot of weed going around those college doors. <laughs> you know that, you know that. <laughs> hey, I'm at BrandonLang.com. Can I, can I make a suggestion? Yes. We need a picture of you at the top of this, BrandonLang.com, because right now you just got a picture of a guy named DeMarco who gives daily discounts. It's You had, don't have to spend big money to make big money, and that guy's face is basically the picture of BrandonLang.com. No, that's not true. You got the picture of me, Matt, now at the top. Nope. Nope, not on a cell phone. I mean, maybe on the computer, but on a cell phone. Oh, the cell phone, no. You're right. The cell phone, the cell phone's different. But that's actually, that's actually a... I didn't, I've never looked at my website on my cell phone. 
Oh, look at that. Hey, Lang. Hey, B. Lang, trying to help you out yeah. here a little bit because you got this DeMarco guy's face right up here in the front. He looks like the. Would you look at that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, you know, the. Uh, just look at it. That guy, he, he literally looks exactly like that guy. And he's the first thing I see. And I'm like, yeah, that ain't the Lang. Oh, that's oh. great. Ed, listen, he does an unbelievable job. <laughs> he's a great he, he, he leans toward the chalk a little bit, but he had a nice play last night on Memphis. He's actually had a, he's actually had a really good three month run of. of of consistent, consistent winning. A little too much chalk for me, but, you know, listen, as he always says, whether it's chalks or dogs, as long as you get paid on it, that, that's all that matters. But he did have a really nice play on Memphis last night, and Chris Jordan had a nice play on Belmont, which I think everybody yeah. had. But um, this is the time of year to make money. I gave you some... I gave you some good nuggets. I think Purdue and Old Dominion first the, the halftime score of that game might be ten nine. I would uh, I'd probably play under and Purdue ODU. ODU can't score. Um, right. Two highest scoring games I think we're going to get is Auburn New Mexico State and and Murray State and and Marquette. It's going to be a high scoring game. So uh, a couple totals for you. Hey, okay, They're just gifts. You're giving out gifts right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven bets you just gave us to lock in. Langer the banger. And if we could bet on self going or the fucking Bulls or the NBA, I wish I could bet on a futures bet for that. <laughs> I get that, but when I go 0-7 and, and I catch the backlash from that, Lang fucking <laughs> sucks. I don't know why you have that cock-sucking <laughs> motherfucker on. He doesn't do shit. Everybody will forget about Loyola Chicago last year. Mm-hmm. What have you done for me lately, Langer? That's what my bank that- account wants to know. That's it. That's it. That's it, Pat. So, uh, hey, congratulations B- on the podcast. Uh, Thanks, good stuff, man. Hey, uh, B. Lang, did you? Did I tell you the story about uh, me on the chalk? Uh, this particular last NFL season kind of scared me away from gambling for a while. Did, you, did I tell you? About no, that? you didn't. Did you get hit, you beat up a little bit. Oh boy, I, I was going money line, and it was a lock, man. I was fucking hot, like three weeks in a row, just uh, dominating. Four weeks. I mean, I might have won like the first five weeks with one of the highest percentages in the history of gambling, probably in the NFL. I was like, this is a fucking easy thing. So then I just started dumping money on money lines for people. Titans beat the Patriots uh, in ten- in Tennessee. Really demoralized my <laughs> bank account and me as a gambler. It was tough. It was tough stuff. It was tough stuff, Lang. But did you have the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I think every yeah, I I, I believe I did. It, once it got to the point where it seemed as if the Patriots were going to do whatever the Patriots do, I did take the Patriots the rest of the way. Yeah, I think it was okay. after Phil Rivers came to town, mm-hmm. was supposed to win, and then he just got slaughtered. It was like, well, they're still the Patriots. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. They are. And that, that you give Belichick two weeks to pair against, uh, uh, I think, the 11-2 and two against quarterbacks who have been in the league three years or less. Can you name the two quarterbacks that beat him? Nick Foles. No. Okay. Mark Sanchez? Yes. Very good. Nobody gets that one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, oh, man. Hey, you remember. Nice. Hey! Nice. Who's number two? Flacco. Yes, there it is. a good Patriots fan. That guy's a diehard Patriots fan. Yeah, he probably has yep, nightmares only two, of those. Only two guys that have played three years or less to beat him, so Goff, Goff wasn't going to beat him. Listen, and what people don't realize, the final score of that game should have probably been 30-13, to 13, but Tom Brady was so fucking bad in the first three quarters of that game, it was ungodly to watch. Hey, he was throwing some ducks out there, some missed targets, but... He's back in the game. Obviously going to win probably four more Super Bowls before it's all said and done. Who's your early favorite for the Super Bowl next year? (laughs) Guys, call me crazy. Call me nuts. Call me, I hit the bong right now while you guys were playing those little hoorays. Yep. Put some money on the Cleveland Browns. Let's go! 
Hey. I'm a big fan of them as well. Also a big yeah, fan of but yours. You're, they're, they're so, they were so close. Their defense, is, their defense was getting so much better. I like the hire, but Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry together are going to be a nightmare. They superseded their win total last year, and in that division that's going to be down, Pittsburgh's done. And done. I can't believe Tomlin still has a job. I really don't. Um, I think Cleveland wins that division and makes some noise in the playoffs. All right, so we got uh, Northeastern, Yale, UC Irvine, Oregon, uh, Purdue under, Murray State over, then Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl because the Pittsburgh Steelers are dead. Wow, that's, that's a shame. That, that's if I've never heard you repeat back to me. That's 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 literally zero nine waiting to happen. Right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I hope not. I listen. I can't come on your show last year after the sister Jean Loyola Chicago run and duplicate that. Yes, I'm, you can. I'm, I'm, I'm set up to get absolutely drilled. I don't like your negativity percent. right now. Yes, you can. You're Brandon fucking Lang. Yes, you You know what it is. It's the, it's the magic of, it's the magic of the Pat McAfee show. Well, let's That's go. What it is. That's what I try. It's called the McAfee bump. It's a real thing. Go ahead. Brandon, okay. you came on earlier in the year, right before Buffalo paid Mar- played Marquette. Do you still like Buffalo as a team in this tournament? I don't like their draw. I don't like the fact that they set them up with Arizona State potentially or, or St. John's, which I think are two teams that really match up with, with what they do. Buffalo plays a certain way. They don't have, they don't have a, a real low post threat that's going to go down there and get you buckets. Perkins is good. He's got a great outside shot. He can, ex- he can extend the defense. But in the NCAA tournament, when you start to advance, you, you need a big that can go down in that low post and get you buckets and I just think they got a they got a raw draw. I really do. Oh, but it raw. but listen, if they can get by Arizona State, mm-hmm. then you got Texas Tech who just locks down defensively. That West bracket is a fucking minefield. It, it it's one of the hardest brackets. Uh, Texas Tech, Michigan, Nevada, Florida State, Marquette, Gonzaga. Whoever comes out of that's going to be tired because it's just going to be a slugfest. It's madness, isn't it? <laughs> it's March madness. And so I got North Carolina winning it all, boys. Oh, yeah. I mean, North Carolina? Brandon, get the fuck off the phone. Hey, <laughs> Zion Williamson, you think Zion's going to lose? He sat out half a year. He's fresh, ready to go. He just put up 30 back-to-back, barely missed any shots. You think Zion Williamson is going to let Duke lose to anybody? Let me Let me break your heart. You ready? No, don't do it. The NCAA tournament has statistics, and I know every statistic people will say they're due to be broken. Uh-huh. No team has ever won, since we've gone to this format, no team has ever won the national championship that is ranked 300th or worse in three-point field goal percentage. Duke is ranked 311th. So they don't shoot the three well. They just don't. They don't have a bench. So as you go in this tournament, they got to face Virginia Tech, who got their second leading score back, who's playing. And then they got to face Michigan State, who's getting no credit whatsoever for the season that they had. And then they got Gonzaga, who's got two bigs that are going to punch Zion right in the face, which they did in Hawaii. And so you got Michigan State, who's going to send Goins, Tillman, and Ward at him. They're still freshmen. And lastly, Research it. Since the one and dones have started, 
No team's won a national championship with one and done. It's yet to happen. You they can't, got six you can't of do them it in this on tournament. Duke. They got Too six. Hard. You're, you're, I, I, all right. I'm going to let you know, right? You made one wrong prediction, and that was it. I don't think Zion... Okay, listen, I'm just saying, if they do it and they're the first to do it, then I'm going to force them to do it because it's just so hard in this tournament when you're freshman and you get to the Elite Eight and you get to the Final Four and that pressure, you're going to feel it. It's not playing in the ACC. It's not playing in the ACC tournament against teams you're familiar with. It is the pressure... You know, and some guys will feel that they're still freshmen. Yeah, they've had a great year. Yeah, he's good, but he's not God. He's not LeBron James. He I is disagree. Beatable. I digress. He's been he's been doing basketball in front of millions of people since he's twelve years old. Literally, he's been on social media and on YouTube dunking and being the topic of conversation for the last ten years. I think this dude's a different animal. I think Zion is LeBron James. I think he is the next face of the NBA. I think he will sign a one billion dollar contract with Nike as soon as he graduates. And I I think the NBA is about to go right there on his back. He's going to lose like fifteen pounds. He might be jumping from the NBA three point line to fucking dunk. I I think he is the guy. I'm all in on this Zion. I'm all in on. I this. get it, but let me ask you this: You played basketball, correct? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Okay, so you understand basketball, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, when he gets to the NBA, he's going to have to learn to go to his right. He's going to have to learn to dribble with his right hand because all the teams that he's playing are so fucking stupid, they just keep <laughs> letting him go to his left side. When you get in the NBA and you're defended by guys that are going to rip your fucking heart out because they're playing for a paycheck, it's a different story. LeBron could go to his left. LeBron could go to his right. He's left-hand dominant, and he's got a funky jump shot. And when you get to the NBA, you're going to have guys that are going to have their hand on both your fucking ball sacks <laughs> when they're defending you at the three-point line, and he's not going to have little golly gaga open threes. I love his game, but I'm telling you, he's not God. And you and I will revisit this conversation when Duke does not win the NCAA championship and Zion has a horrible game against a team that comes up with a defensive scheme and shuts him down. (laughs) Can't wait for that conversation. Thankful for this one. You're the best, B. Lang. Langer the banger, brainandlang.com. Go and check him out. The guy's been in the business 20 plus years. Hilarious human. I can't wait. To Listen, s- get to Vegas, would you? Let's can't. go Star Trek. I can't, bro. I can't. <laughs> I got. I got. I got a life I have to live. I can't go out there. I'll, I'll, I'll right, end buddy. up dead. I'll end up dead. It'll be a hangover movie type thing. <laughs> All right, buddy boy. Talk to you next week. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Brandon Lang, ladies. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. You're fucking hilarious. All right. See. You. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, you have all the information that you need to get rich this March Madness. Dan Dockage, an insider, has told us everything that he knows. Brandon Lang has spewed his brain all in your ears to make you feel good about your bets. Uh, If it's before 11 a.m. on Thursday, you can go ahead and hammer the over at this website because I'm about to shoot college threes for five minutes and blow the doors off of their Mm over-under. It's the greatest gambling website on planet Earth. Without a doubt. It's the most socially active gambling website on Earth. The most most active. You tweet them, they'll respond. Mm -hmm. You DM them a problem, they'll respond. Mm -hmm. You have a question about a line, Mm -hmm. they'll respond. And there's only one place to go to get this type of service in the booking game, and that's mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag has everything you need to get rich, everything you need to invest in your brain, everything you need to invest in yourself, all of the best 
over-unders and lines. We're talking about for basketball. We're talking about for hockey. We're talking about any pop culture relevant event. They have it all. You can bet with them. They want you to bet with them. And when you win, you get paid out fast. Paid. Wow. Did that just happen? Fast. It just happened. Only from one company, and that's mybookie.ag. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use promo code PAT. Get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. These beat Pat McAfee things are about to start back up. Mm. And I'll tell you what, I do well in these. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. These are basically a gift from my bookie and myself to you mm-hmm. for using the greatest gambling website on earth, mybookie.ag. Promo you. code PAT. Get 50%. You're welcome. Anytime. Promo code PAT. Get 50% bonus on your first deposit. Huge shout out to my bookie. And when you get a bunch of money, there's only one wallet to put it in. Oh, mm-hmm. It's a ridge wallet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. They got carbon fiber? It's funny you ask, because they do got carbon fiber. Oh. Yeah. They have titanium as well. Nice. Oh, titanium. And also, That's right. The Ridge is a minimalist front pocket wallet that helps you reevaluate your everyday carry. Launched by a father-son duo and funded on Kickstarter in 2013, The Ridge now resides in the pockets of over a quarter million what? men. Whoa, wow. Wow. Oh, what? 250,000. Wow. More than that. <laughs> One-fourth of a million. Yeah. <laughs> the RFID blocking wallet is made by two metal plates. The metals are titanium. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Carbon fiber. Ever heard of a race car? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Put that motherfucker in your pocket. Yeah, it's material. Or aluminum, bound together by a durable elastic band. Good band. I have a Ridge wallet in my front pocket, literally as we speak. Yep. Mm-hmm. It has a money clip on one side. Mm-hmm. Then it has a nice little pouch there where I have carbon fiber because I like to go fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. With all my cards in between it. Oh, yeah. It's a very beautiful thing. I used to have hip issues because my wallet, so fat, yeah, was in the back. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I had all those business cards from shaking mm-hmm. all those hands How's in this my one feel yep How's this, it feel? this wallet yeah don't even because it's not in your back pocket anymore don't even it's in your there, probably. and everybody knows i got i got big legs so every mm-hmm. pair of jeans is tight yep. mm-hmm. this wallet can fit in the front pocket with no problem nice. wow you know <laughs> because be it, yeah exactly it's like a it's like a secret agent in your pocket mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh, it really is you know what i mean it's it's fighting off rfid theft mm-hmm. <laughs> what is rfid <laughs> Radio frequency. You get it. So what I said makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in the read there. I knew it was something yeah. important. But it's in my front pocket. Does it? You don't even know it's there. Yeah. No idea. And then when you need it, you need it. You pull it out. It's easy to use. It's very convenient. It's minimalist uh, style. Makes it look so sleek and clean. You look like a goddamn professional yeah, whenever yeah. you pull that out in mm-hmm. public. It's a win, 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 win. All in your front pocket. Get ten percent off today with free worldwide. worldwide. Shipping by going to RidgeWallet.com forward slash Pat. That's RidgeWallet.com forward slash Pat. And use code Pat. 10% off and free worldwide. Shipping on your new favorite wallet. Boys, let's talk about life a little bit, shall we? That guy's got a wild energy about him. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, it's a wild energy. Do you think Vegas just does that to people? Do you think it's Vegas's fault? <laughs> no, I think Vegas people flock to Vegas. Yeah. Like, I think, I think yeah. you know, like yeah. I think he was created, and, and then, then he knew some sort yeah, of magnetic field. There. Yeah, I think guys like that too. When the NCAA attorney starts to get closer, their juices just start going yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, because because this is this is Super Bowl time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for. Yeah. Handicappers, mm-hmm. there's so much money to be made, and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Oh, yeah. Damn Ton. right. Both with Bro 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 Bets and mm-hmm. Brandon Lang's incredible Correct. brain. Yeah. I'm a little bit upset that we didn't get a chance to talk to Brandon Lang about uh, Gorman. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. That was too bad. I was really looking uh, if you, uh, forward to that. I watched. I watched. I was staring at you, and then I would look at Gorman every once in a while. Didn't crack a smile one time. Uh, uh, Brandon Lang was cracking jokes in there yeah, too. He was. was telling stories. Gorman would not budge. He's a, <laughs> he's a beaut. <laughs> the last time Brandon Lang was on here, Gorman asked Brandon Lang about whenever Brandon Lang would caddy for Jim Irsay, and Gorman was there. And Brandon Lang, right to Gorman's ear hole, said, I don't have a clue who you are. And I th- same guy who called me in my hotel room. Um, same guy who's like, hey, can I get Jim's number, his oh. personal line? You know, he's that guy. Come on. <laughs> he did big time you, though. <laughs> <laughs> You do not deserve a Brandon Lee. No, no. I don't think if he didn't remember me, he didn't remember me. I'm calling BS on that, but I'll tell you what. Maybe he was sick of you big time and him back in the day. Big time Gorms. What year was this around? Four, four, five. Four, five. Oh, four, oh, five? Yeah. Oh, so you would remember. I was in high school then, by the way. Graduating high school. Mm -hmm. Oh, five till I die. I graduated on 666. So. Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 Just move that to the fifth. That's what happened. Move that to the fifth or to the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Uh, I was going to get into it, but he was feeling good about himself. He said he did 15 interviews. He's about 45 Red Bulls deep. I didn't want to dig up any beef between you two. I got no beef. I'm on your team, though. I want to let you know I'm on your team. It's been a pleasant 18 or 15 years that I haven't talked to the guy, but, you know. And count today as well. You guys didn't say oh, yeah. what? Well, yeah. yeah. Had the opportunity. You did I not. Had a couple, had a couple well, eye rolls on the Northeastern and the Yales. Oh. Okay, today's a huge day. March yes. Madness begins. Let's I hope go. you're either listening to us before the game starts or while the games are happening. Mm. Oh, my God. Look at that shot. <laughs> oh, oh, sick, wow. Dude. Look at that. Look at that duck. Wow. Crammed. Nasty. <laughs> Alternative commentary there. Mm-hmm. I'm happy we could do that for you. The podcast does a lot of things. What will we be doing for March Madness? We'll be posted up watching here. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I hope so. This All is, six TVs. This mm. does feel like something the entire United States comes and rallies around. Mm-hmm. You know, like One out of five United States citizens bets on this tournament. One out of five. Not just fills out a bracket, for bets? Well, fills out a bracket. Okay. Pays an entry fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Twenty percent of uh, Americans participating in That's this. A lot. And I would assume there's a lot of TVs on here as Correct. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it's like the Super Bowl, but it's numerous days. I'm very excited for it. I think we got a lot of information both from Dockage, Brandon Lang, yes. and Bro 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 Betts, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. who has been on a heater lately. Mm-hmm. Absolute heater, new podcast, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited to watch Zion Williamson, though, just completely dominate. Mm-hmm. Brandon Lang there kind of got a little chippy with Zion at the mm-hmm. end. Off air here in the <laughs> office, Gorman and Brandon Lang, just like they were 15 years ago, buddy the fuck buddy up yeah. on their thoughts about Zion Williamson. I think Zion is a lock to put on an incredible show this March. Madness. Oh, yeah. No mm-hmm. doubt. Who did I'm you agreeing with you. No doubt. Who did you compare him to? Julius Randle. Oh my goodness, it's unbelievable. I These you old him Zach people. Randolph too, didn't you? 
Ooh. You got him Zach Randolph too, didn't you? I may have. Julius Page? This is no, unbelievable. Julius Randall. It's not. Zion I mean, Williamson <laughs> is a generational talent. Mm-hmm. For sure. He is the next one in the NBA. Exactly. Unless he gets injured. I will take it back. Everything I say. If he gets injured, which he got very unlucky that he got hurt this year. And mm-hmm. I think it was even mentioned somewhere like, well, he is injury prone. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, if his yeah. fucking shoe yeah. blows yeah. out, <laughs> is that yeah. going to happen? Or in 2020, is that going to happen in the NBA? I think he is the next guy. And honestly, what was his quote? What did he say, Ty? He said they just, you know, asked him coming back from like, uh, you know, missing all those games. How he, like, how he could get back into the offense so quickly. He just said, "Killers kill." Listen to that, oh, killers uh, kill. Oh, that is a Kobe mentality. That is an MJ mentality. That's not a LeBron mentality. Mm, no LeBron way. does not have. I, I, longtime LeBron guy. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a chance that the. Um, this particular year, he may be intoxicated on the floor. <laughs> a Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's a wild shot to send out to somebody, but I think there's a chance after some of the videos that I'd seen on the internet that LeBron James is doing things that LeBron James should not be doing and is not doing. I'm not talking about sitting at the end of the bench because he's all wrapped up on ice and shit like that. Yeah. So getting up for a pointless timeout can definitely look worse. But the lack of effort and the sitting out on things and the letting the ball roll all the way to the other three and then just hucking up a brick. <laughs> like, that's not what LeBron James does, right? Like that's not, but Zion will be that next guy. I think he will carry the NBA all the way in. Did you see the next night after he did the roll to the three-point line and huck it up, he did the roll to the three-point line and it rolled out of bounds? That's what I'm talking about. That is not a LeBron James move. I am worried about the Zion injury strictly because for this, that's a big boy big. with a lot of momentum and a mm-hmm. lot of speed and the tendons – can only be so strong. But yeah. I think he is. I'll send him down. Though. I think he's the next guy. Yeah. I think he's. And by the way, student human athlete. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. that's a good point. Right now, he's taking Duke classes. Okay, yeah. those aren't those aren't West Virginia classes. Oh, no, 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 no those pass fail. Those aren't classes that that kid in that NCAA student athlete day in the life video was taking. <laughs> no, nope. that kid not. That kid. By the way, exactly how my days were. In I'll just, say something about Zion here. Just a quick little jog. Hold on, that video. Just a quick little jog midday before practice. Oh no, that video couldn't have been. It, it might have been actually. It's the least self-aware video I've ever seen <laughs> in the history of any organization. The NCAA putting that video out is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Why are they doing that? Why would they even set themselves up for that? Because they don't. Just like March Madness, how all of America comes together for March Madness to watch it. That was the biggest unifier I've ever seen for college athletes. It's like the Ed O'Banion lawsuit mm-hmm. back in the day for the game. Everybody came together and was like, this thing's a fucking joke. This is not a day in the life. Then you saw some people who were like, you know, like the overachievers. They were like, uh, try 5.30 wake up so you can get an extra study session in <laughs> before the workout. <laughs> then you got to go to class. Then you got practice. Then you got another workout. Then you got study hall. Then you got more classes to get at night. I'm like, I, you're going to just eliminate all those classes. <laughs> <laughs> My life was a lot easier than that guy's in a video, but a lot of people it wasn't. I thought that was a, a very dumb, dumb, dumb move by them. But Zion, whenever he has a, a chance to just shoot and focus on basketball, Guy's going to be unstoppable. Yep. He's going to be unstoppable. All the nutritionists that they have these days, mm-hmm. physical trainers, physical therapists, uh, film room, the shoes that they're going to pay him a billion dollars to wear, he's going to be unstoppable. Well, Zion's the next one, Gordon. It's not even close. Okay. <laughs> doesn't sound convinced. That's all I got. I mean, okay. you, you think he's not going to be good. I, I'm not, he's going to be great. I've never said he's not going to be great. great. The only disagreement that I have with you is you said he is the next LeBron, and I'm he saying is. slow your roll. 
Slow your roll. The only, issue, the only issue is Giannis. Giannis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's starting to get. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. He's getting hot right now. So he might take a little bit of the shine away, which is good for Zion, by the way. If yeah. Zion doesn't have to carry the league on his back the first year out there, that's mm-hmm. good for him. But I. Are they tanking for Zion, the Lakers? Ooh. No, they're nowhere near Lyon. No, no, they won't not, get They're not that down. It'll be like the Knicks. Yeah. Which, by the way, Kyrie Irving has been linked to. Oh, yeah. Kevin Durant, Durant. as well. Yeah. Oh. He'll, he'll win more championships than LeBron did. And, he uh, could. Knicks, Suns, Cleveland, and someone else. There was four teams. Atlanta? Oh, what if he ends yeah, up the in Hawks? fucking Cleveland again? Mm. The Cavaliers, <laughs> that guy. Then Zion leaves and then comes back again. What if it is exact? <laughs> oh, he's not like LeBron. What if it's the exact <laughs> fucking <laughs> thing? It would be insane. I think he is. I think Zion's the next one. I'm excited to watch him. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch that Yale kid too. Nobody can get his name right. Mm-hmm. 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 Sounds like oh no. That's all we know. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what is so difficult about his name? Let me look it up. <laughs> no one's have looked it up yet. The three know? times we heard his name, I read it today too. <laughs> the only thing I got on the kid, smart, right. smart kid. So it is spelled M I. Y E, first name. That's his first name. Mia. Last name is O N I. Yeah, so I thought. Oni. Mia Oni. It's Oni. Mia Oni. Mia Oni's about to be money for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. I'm excited to watch him. Does anybody have any sleepers that haven't been talked about that they think are really going to explode? Houston. Houston's well, been talking about Dockage dropped to Houston. Yeah, Bowl. they did lose to Cincy. I brought it up to Dockage. I like. Um, hey, what, what, we lose to Cincy. What the fuck are you talking about here, pal? It's automatically going to be. Uh, Cincinnati beating Iowa? I don't like that. <laughs> Watch Iowa to maybe sneak into the Sweet 16. Oh, right. There's a sleeper. Oh, sleeper. I've seen you almost have a couple of heart attacks because of this fucking Iowa basketball team. <laughs> yeah, they stink until they don't. So <laughs> We'll see. Stay hot, boys. Nevada went far last year. Yep. Um, and they have pretty much the same team back. So that's, I like Nevada. That Buffalo team? There you go. Buffalo's good. They I like run. Syracuse against Gonzaga in that second round. Do we? I am shooting college threes uh, at 11 o'clock today. Come get with us. It'll be a good time. We'll kick off March Madness and making money, bankrupting mybookie.ag. Promo code PAT, 50% bonus on your first deposit. Yeah, go over. Yeah, I think so. On everything. Yeah, Yeah. go over. I think so. For sure. I think we hammer the over on this Mm -hmm. one. Yep. I've been shooting a lot of NBA threes here the last couple Mm -hmm. of years. Right. Mm -hmm. The college three is it's 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 a free throw. It's yeah, nice right. to take a step in. It's literally a free throw. Yep. And I'm excited about it. I'm gonna get hot in there. I'm gonna get hot in there. Got mm-hmm. five minutes. The highest over is at thirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think you go ahead and hammer that. Mm-hmm. Highest in a row is six. I think you go ahead and hammer that. Yep. I mean, uh, maybe we'll catch a groove there. Maybe we go thirty in a row. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe <laughs> break That'd the record. Impressive. Maybe that'd be, nice. happen. That'd be impressive. Yeah, I'd be impressed. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we go five in a row and just leave one short as six. I'd I hope you get hot, cool. so like real about. hot in the beginning, and then literally take a minute and a half break. Oh, yeah. Just dude. walking around, taking some water. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pat it down bench. a little bit. I don't think so. Why? <laughs> I mean, I'm betting the overs on all of it. If he's got 22 Stretch after out. the first minute and 15 seconds. Now, let's like, go ahead and let's say. Make a phone call. Excuse me. I'm going to get this arm here. A little loosey-goosey. Let me remind you a little story. Story, the, the fox and the hare. Or no, the tortoise, tortoise. There you the, go. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. There it is. The turtle. fertile and the tox. <laughs> the oh, yeah. turtle and a something. Hair. Rabbit. There hair. it is. Tortoise and hare. There it is. Yeah. Thanks, Z. <laughs> fucking tortles. <laughs> That's the biggest bullshit story in history. <laughs> that hare smokes that fucking tortoise 10 times out of 10. Well, he stopped and had a cigarette break. And then <laughs> things had a, things yeah, got all wacky. And one beer led to another. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but I mean, mm-hmm. hindsight, we all agree that that tortoise got no shot. Correct. No that way. tortoise got no shot. He's getting fucking dusted. Unless the hair quits somehow. 
Is the hair going to quit? Gets hurt, maybe? No, no. Still think he wins. Him dragging himself, army crawling, <laughs> is faster than a tur- uh, tur- tortoise moving. Mm-hmm. Those tortoises move half an inch a minute. Slow. You should recreate that, that kid story. I got a lot of kid stories I got questions about. Yeah. That one in particular. Three little pigs makes no sense. No sense. Now, this little piggy did this. This little piggy did this. This little piggy did this. The hard boiled egg. Why don't they ever hang out together? What's yeah. a hard boiled egg? Talking about Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. hard boiled. <laughs> it was hard boiled. <laughs> would be would a lot be better. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Bounce. But why would an egg hang out on top of a fucking ledge? Like, come on, bro. What you doing? What are you doing? Adapt. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. <laughs> Todd, you want to take care of this? Sir? What's the other one? Yeah. The uh, might switch to bow and arrow. Three blind mice. <laughs> it's a slower death. Three blind mice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mice aren't blind. They've been robbing us. They're blind. blind. Believe me, we know. Might no, be- Pat literally has a, bl- a blind mouse. Well, some. No. Yeah, very, very poor eyesight. Mm-hmm. Terrible eyes. It's well known. <laughs> he landed a great bad. home. Did we talk about the huff and puff already? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's in a free race conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad show. <laughs> That's a bad show. Uh, Tweet us uh, videos of you watching the game from wherever the fuck you're at. Oh, yeah. Uh, we want to watch along with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you fill out mm-hmm. your bracket yet for, our, for your tournament? What's that? Did you fill out your bracket yet for your tournament? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the link, though. I got the link sent to me by Ty, mm-hmm. and I got the link sent to me by Foxy, mm-hmm. and I'll probably get the link sent to me one more time from somebody. Sam's in. Sam has filled out her bracket. She's part of it. We have over a couple thousand people in that bracket. Yeah, no oh, big yeah. deal. You know, only about three, four times as many as their uh, featured brackets on the front page there. <laughs> right away. Yep. Huh. Here we go again. Yeah. Here we on? go again. Mm-hmm. Why do we get no respect? YouTube wouldn't give us a silver medallion. No. Nope. ESPN buries us to the bracket. bottom of the bracket oh. things. Mm. Unbelievable. The fuck. It's all right. We're in this together. We're a team. You listeners and us, we're a goddamn team. It's really all we care about. And while we're watching March Madness today, you know what we do? We watch as a team. Mm-hmm. Whether you're at work, mm-hmm. whether you're at school, mm-hmm. whether you're skipping everything and you're sitting at home in your apartment, mm-hmm. whether you're unemployed and just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. We want to see pictures of your March Madness setup. Let's go. Come on. Get your wings from anywhere but the Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and let's have an incredible March Madness. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Send us a picture of you hanging out, watching the game. Also, if you want to be a little bonus photo, send us a picture of you subscribing to the YouTube. Let's go. Let's go. On that YouTube, you'll see a video of us hanging out with these two legends all day. You're going to want to see it. Faces were painted. Faces were smashed off a trampoline. There's comedic moments. It's on our YouTube. Go check it out, ladies and gentlemen, an interview with two legends in the WWE and in entertainment in general from North Carolina, the Hardy Boys. Send those photos in. Phil Maines hates doing it. We're going to force him to give away a bunch of shit today. <laughs> Let's go. Like it's it. March Madness. It's McAfee store madness. <laughs> Giving away merch. We also got a new line coming soon, which I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Send us those photos, and let's get to this convo with the Hardy Boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is wrestling <clears throat> sports entertainment royalty. They've actually been in the game so long, they were once professional wrestlers, now they're sports entertainers. Coming up on a 25-year anniversary with the WWE, 27 years in the wrestling business, they've held every single championship that you could think of in wrestling, they've been all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, legends amongst men, the Hardy Boys! The Hardy Boys. 
Thank you very much for that rousing ovation. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, good, good morning to everyone. You, a, another typical day on the road. I was about to say, you got in here. Uh, we got your coffee. We got you feeling good. You guys have been doing this sports entertainment wrestling lifestyle for a long-ass time. And it's not an easy one. It's not an easy one. So if you could explain to people what the last 24 hours were for you guys here, 25 years into this thing, I think that would be a great uh, explanation of the life that you guys have lived. Yeah, uh, if we go back 24 years ago, I mean, uh, 24 hours ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go back 24 years ago, we'll never finish this. this uh, but if we go back 24 hours ago, uh, it started, we got up, went to the gym, okay, uh, came back, cleaned up, uh, went and had a, a nice little lunch at uh, a sushi place yesterday. We made a drive over to Rockford, Illinois, uh, Illinois from Peoria. We uh, ended up doing a live event last night in Rockford, and after we wrestled in a triple threat match, and like I said, we've been doing this for 27 years, so you know we're beat up every match we feel. And then uh, we got in the car, and we drove uh, four hours and change here to Indianapolis, and then we also lost an hour, so we went from Central Time Zone to East Easter. Coast Time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, we got in, and by the time I took my bath of rejuvenation last night, where I soaked the old vessel for a few minutes, <laughs> and, uh, and, and get, get ready to crash and uh, and get up again, it was a little after four. You know, and then, oh, we, then, we're, then we're up a little after eight today. So, so, so sorry that th you had to come. Here. I would like to let you know that I would like to let you know that I am not happy about what you had to do this morning. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, that was very nice of you. Yeah, life's too short, man. Get it. <laughs> hey, great. Now let's, that goes over to you. Life's too short. Uh, Mr. Jeff Hardy, you are known as being a um, lunatic when it comes to what you're willing to do with your body and things like that. I watched a documentary whenever you guys came back to the WWE. I believe it was a WrestleMania, huge pop. You were a lot of things happening. But in there, they were talking about whether or not you have fear or not of anything. You've been known to jump off of things that are, I mean, uh, asinine high. Like, um, I don't. Do you know the the tallest thing you've you've hopped uh, off of? Yeah, the the swanton to Randy Orton was thirty three feet. Oh, <laughs> <Jeez>. Wow, <laughs> Jesus. just three stories. That, that, three that, story that's not like a, that's not a work number. You know, that, that's probably the commentary would probably say it's at least fifty feet. <laughs> yeah, fella, it was legit. <laughs> you know, like Seamus would say, it's fifty feet, fella. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was legit thirty three feet. We know, were walking into the building at uh, Rockford yesterday, and a bunch of fans were out there when we went through and. Uh, one guy said, there's the lunatic fringe. I'm not Dean, I'm Jeff. <laughs> uh, but life's too short it is what your brother just said there. I'd assume this is something that you guys live by. But whenever you're doing these death-defying stunts, is there any thought or anything? Or is it just like, yo, let's just own this moment right now? I think my, uh, my high spots come from my background in motocross, you know, because I was a big motocross guy growing up. I wanted to be a pro. Uh, but, you know, it costs money to race, so wrestling worked out a lot better. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just building my own jumps back in the day and trying to conquer them is the same thing I kind of do in those TLC matches and all that stuff. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. I mean, we got a trampoline out here strictly so uh, we can do some swanton bombs onto them and have you judge us. And I was standing up on the mezzanine, which is probably, what, 15 feet above that trampoline? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Not even. Probably 10 feet above yeah, that thing? Yeah. And I was, the butt was popping. I don't understand how you guys do it. Was that the TLC matches? Those are the ones that uh, you guys recall the most in your career? Or what is like the most memorable moment of the Hardy Boys, you think? 
I mean, those matches definitely stand out, and and that's when we were both all in. And even thinking back, like young and healthy, and and really, we were up for doing anything, like probably more than anybody else. Any so they come matches. up to you, they're like, "Yeah, you want to do this?" And you guys are like, "Yeah, let's do it." But yeah, yeah, but I mean, we would also be say, "Well, what if we do this?" And we jump off this ladder that's balanced on this balcony, and then we go through these three tables. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's back off a little bit. You know, they would have to pull us back on things, even back in those days, and especially him. I mean, like l- literally, no fear, like. On, on his end and still I'm still blown away that you know every night now on a live event he'll go up and do a whisper in the wind or a swanton and just the way that his body the endurance like it, it makes me think he's indestructible in many ways and fear is I've always said this fear is part of the fun as far as you know when it works out it's great but when you don't make it it's, it sucks <laughs> <laughs> that, that adrenaline rush comes from the fear you know? uh, 25 years into this thing how many more years we got we going for another 25 boys is that mm-hmm. the thought uh, well, uh, according to uh, the guy that was at the gym last night, he said that I've been doing this for 50. <laughs> We've been entertaining him for 50, so maybe he was from the future. <laughs> so, so maybe we do have 24, 25 more years in front of us. Uh, I, I don't know. That's uh, one of those things for sure. It's just kind of, we kind of go by feeling. Like uh, I had a three and a half, almost four months off just recently, and it was nice. I was able to like train and get into a regular routine and spend a lot of time with my kids. I have two young boys. So it, it, that really recharged me. And I think if, if I kind of have those moments of uh, being recharged and let my body heal and, and kind of get healthy again, I think I have a, so a little more fuel left in the tank, you know, personally. Jeff, yeah. you, you just got back off an injury as well, I believe. I yeah, I was out for – I made it uh, – we came back at WrestleMania 33, and I made it six months. And just one night, man, my shoulder had been bugging me for like two months. And uh, one night, I just like this uppercut, and it's pop, like a loud pop. And I thought it was dislocated. But yeah, my rotator cuff tore. And so I was out for exactly six months. Mm. So now I got a year and a half left now after this year's WrestleMania. So, uh, you know, I just I don't think I can do it four days a week after that contract expires. But, you know, just a limited schedule, I think I can. Are you guys doing four days a week right now? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? How? How? Because I, I told you guys this whenever you walked in. The Roadhawks and I, mm-hmm. me, Nick, Connor, Foxy back there, we did Fast Lane, which was in Cleveland, and then we did Cleveland to Pittsburgh, and then from Pittsburgh, I flew to Orlando and did Disney World, which I don't know if you've ever done. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real nightmare. But I, my body almost crashed after that. You guys have been doing f- this for, do you, have you ever put a number on how many shows you guys have done in your career? Uh, matches or anything like that? Uh, it, it, there's a bunch. I don't know. I mean, we could probably do some sort of math and, and round it off or whatever. But, like, I mean, that's one thing about this, this schedule. I mean, there, there are times where it was grueling. I mean, looking back to, like, last April, I know I was – I was on the road for almost a month straight at one point when we were doing this. You know, we had a, a deal where uh, we went to uh, South Africa. We we started here in the U.S., did a couple shows. We did TV. We flew down to South Africa, did a week there. Flew all the way back to... Uh, Flew all the way back to, to St. Louis to do TV and then got on a plane and then went to Saudi Arabia and was there for a week. <laughs> and, By the way, you guys made it out of that, that country. Good, good. Yeah, it's, we're here. <laughs> we're here. And, and, then, uh, and then we literally went home for a couple days, uh, Canada, and then over to Europe for two weeks. I mean, I was literally almost gone for that full month. I was like, man, this was this was intense. This was the dream, though. Everybody knows that the yeah. Hardy Boys, this has been the dream since you were kids, and you've lived it 
beyond anybody's expectations. I'd assume yours as well. But whenever you guys were wrestling on trampolines at in the or at the compound or whatever was happening growing up, is this how you envisioned it? Is this how you saw the Hardy Boys going? Uh, I, I think so. Uh, pretty much, uh, my, my daughter actually last week we have a trampoline. I tried to put the uh, netting up around it, but I'm not smart enough. I didn't. I didn't hey, it took <laughs> seven guys. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I could not figure it out. But anyway, she asked me last week, uh, "Do you think we can build a ring uh, around it like you, you and uh, Matt had when you were kids?" I said, "Hell yeah, we can. <laughs> we will. We're gonna do that uh, soon." But yeah, I mean, like back during that Attitude era, for example, it was wild. Man, we were just wide open. It was sold out shows all the time. It just Felt like we were never home, but uh, yeah, I think we always envisioned it like this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely we grew up as we were both big baseball fans. We were both pretty good at baseball, you know, and we played like into our teen years and stuff. But once we saw wrestling on TV and became WWE addicts, like, oh my god, this is what we got to do. This is the coolest thing ever because these guys were like living, breathing superheroes, and they're real, you know. Like we loved comic books, but these guys like almost guys that have superpowers and they really go out and they do this and they entertain people. And we just wanted to be the WWE World Tag Team Champions one time. So anything past that was extra credit. So we we achieved a lot of extra credit as, as that goes. <laughs> I <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but yeah, man, still, I, I think to this day, like, you know, there's obviously the, the real life issue of like, you know, we both have kids and families and we like being at home and having that time. But still, like this is was our dream and we love doing it. And we're very lucky. You know, so many people in life don't get to do what they're passionate about and something they love. So we get to do it day in and day out. Are you guys are the OG? Cool. You guys are the OGs now. Do you take that into something that like is very important to you, like teaching the younger uh, generation of sports entertainers, like how to do it right and shit like that? I'm not a teacher at all. <laughs> Don't <laughs> ask me questions. <laughs> I'll, I'll compliment. That's about all I do. <laughs> that was great. Which, can I do anything different? Nope. Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, on the other hand, he's, that, he's the that, he's the leader. That, that would probably that's probably more my role. You know, yeah. like I, I I do the the talking, and he's the he's the big star. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, I do. I, I like if there's little things I can do to to help guys or give them info that might help them you know kind of uh advance in in what they're doing in the ring but also too i think just like as far as like dealing and and being okay with the lifestyle i think i'm very you know I, i'm beneficial in in that capacity you know because we've lived through everything good bad you know and Ups, uh, and, 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 and we, we totally know the way the whole deal works and i'm very good at being focused in reality and like i can tell someone like if they're having an issue or problem like this is the reality of the situation so this is just what you need to do you know, CTFO, chill the out. <laughs> PG era, bro. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Who are some young superstars, though, that you guys like see and you're like, you know what? We respect the way they operate or like a young tag team or maybe even uh, solo uh, superstars. Anything like that? I'm blown away right now by uh, Mustafa Ali. That, that guy. Wow. Hey, he got his ass kicked over there fast lane too. He came into the watch along. Yeah. He was yeah. all banged up. But he's, his story is incredible right now. Yeah, and that's when they did the upside down knee. Uh, he went for the deal, right? Yeah. Hey, that was amazing. And that 450 on the apron, I mean, holy. I don't know how he does that. That has to hurt, all right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People thought I was crazy. I, I uh, missed a swanton. Mm -hmm. uh, Shinsuke was on the apron at SummerSlam last last year, and uh, people thought I was crazy for that. I was going, this guy just did a 450 on the apron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, uh, what a impact i mean jesus i mean that apron is i mean it's so hard and so it's like concrete and then too there's just like such a little area for you to like land on you know correctly it's like such a tricky thing that became like a cool deal to do stuff on the apron oh do it on the apron it's different no one does it 
People overdo it. Just do it in the middle of the ring, brother. <laughs> I see you guys that's getting my motto. power bombed on that apron now. And it's I'm, like, that's a new thing now. And it looks it's yeah, insane. Yeah. My ass is too old to be doing stuff on the apron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you used to fly around too, that elbow drop. You used to do that. I don't know if you still do. Is that still in the repertoire? Once in a while, yeah. I do, I do stuff once in a while. I, uh, I did that leg drop for a long, long time. And that, that really, like, especially the old WWE rings were set up for, like, 350, 400-pound monsters back in the day. And, like, when we first started, and I'm sure it contributed to Shawn Michaels' back injury, you know, initially, because those rings were, like, concrete. They had very little give, uh, and they weren't meant for smaller guys. They weren't bumping rings, so to say. So, like, uh, when we first started, you know, every night, you know, we were taking all these crazy bumps. But, you know, our finish on house shows, we do ten, 10 nights on, four nights off, was a leg drop splash off the top rope on our opponent. And that, that, like, my hips and lower back and stuff, that became an issue, like, later from dropping that leg night after night after night after night. And then eventually it dropped down to the second rope, you know. And then, like, after the second rope, it started being, ho, oh, and they elbowed it back. <laughs> back, 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 back. <laughs> Brother, with with it, with Age comes evolution, <laughs> and also intelligence. I like being able to walk in the morning. <laughs> do you do you watch what has happened to wrestlers before your time, and maybe even at the beginning of your time, and the way their body has reacted over age? Do you guys do the yoga? Every it seems as if DDP has got everybody doing the yoga. But do you guys do yoga or anything like that? What is the body regimen to keep it all intact? Because I don't want to say you guys are young, but you're not old. Mm -hmm. But 25 years in something is a long-ass time yeah. to be doing something. Yeah. You've got to take care of your body, especially whenever it's your I mean, it's your weapon, basically. It's everything. I just, uh, when I first got uh, DDP's yoga deal, like I, well, I, tried, I did it good for about two weeks or something. But it takes a lot of discipline to make sure to do that all the time. But I, I pretty much uh, like picked my favorite exercises from like his routine, and I do them every morning. So it's definitely helped, I mean, along the way. Really? So you do yeah. you do do the yoga? Yeah, what are you not, supposed not to say of instead of me saying do do? Like when you <laughs> perform, do do you're yoga. a yogi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like whatever. So you do do like is there you another is there a yoga. word better? You there? do the yoga. You, you do. do the yoga. I feel like I just sound like an imbecile when I say that. Like, oh, you do do do. It's on me. I'd maybe slide utilize in there. Oh, so you, oh, you hey, do utilize the yoga. Broken oh. Matt, broken Matt Hardy. By the way, your diction is next level. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was unbelievable. I didn't see it whenever you were doing it at a previous place, mm -hmm. not to be mentioned. But whenever it came up, actually, I don't even know if that's part. Uh, if I should have said that, but whenever you brought it into the WWE, I was kind of taken back by it at first. But then when I once I started listening to the words that were coming out of your mouth, I was like, "This dude must just read dictionary every, every fucking night." It was <laughs> some very impressive uh, mental gymkhana by your part. I want to let you know that. It was very impressive. No, thank you. I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of uh, fan of words, especially adjectives. Uh, you know, I love adjectives. Couldn't even guess. They're what my that favorite. Is. <laughs> Couldn't even guess what an adjective is. Describing words. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole point of the thing, like when I started started doing the the whole broken mat gig was like uh i wanted to do things where the the kind of the new generation of fans that are like the smarter fans the more you know the the fans who are more aware of what's going on you know like uh, on, on a multi-level uh scenario like so they would you know i would say things insider terminology or insider jokes and i would kind of wink at the audience so they would get what's going on and then for the casual fans who didn't understand my reference or whatever the insider joke is that I'm making I would say stuff so outrageous and over the top that they would at least think it was funny mm -hmm. and it was like kids really dug it more than anything else you know it was a great kids act for sure 
I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the teeth clump too. I mean, mm. I I think that's the most aggressive thing you do cuz it didn't give a moment one of them things can chip. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Yeah. And and like uh when I was uh, right, right before I came here, like there was a point where I would make comebacks as a, as a as a baby face as a good guy and I would like just bite every part of my opponent's body and it would get like a bigger reaction than these guys having to bump so everybody wanted to work with me. <laughs> like, oh my god you can just bite me and I don't have to fall down time after time after time you know so so that that, that worked man that was good stuff uh what's on the horizon for the Hardy Boys you guys were solo competitors oh I guess you were hurt that's why you went solo there for a little bit you guys going to be a tag team for the foreseeable future I think yeah we got a good little uh, run in us uh, but yeah when I was out with the went out with that shoulder surgery uh, Matt you know became woken and uh, <laughs> everything changed uh so yeah it's, it's cool to be back I miss doing the brother Nero and and I love that broken universe stuff always will because last night every night mm -hmm. since I, Matt's uh, had that surgery I came back and went to Smackdown all this and that you can always get them deleting you know yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a powerful thing yeah you do you bust that you do you utilize I do do yeah I do do delete yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a powerful thing even when we came back at Mania we could hear it in the distance like people chanting just in case it might be the Hardy Boys you know they were doing that that's a powerful movement how did that come about the delete taunt uh, w once again, I was trying to, uh, whenever I was in the, in the feud with him that we had and we built to this final deletion match, I was trying to think of a word I could use that would be different and new and fresh besides like beat, I'm going to beat my opponent or I'm going to beat my brother. Or, I'm going to like end my brother. And, and I was like, I don't know. And it's broken. Matt kind of can do stuff kind of off the wall, whatever. What about delete? And that's kind of like a cool word, word that people use on social media now, you know, cause they use it all the time. And then like, and I'll even do a sign with it. That's like the swipe, like everybody does on the phone who mm -hmm. doesn't do that on the smart device. You know? Oh, see, I was thinking, cause it's every once in a while, you guys, you go from chest. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that, that's where. I mean, I, I would see him when, whenever I was at home, kind of uh, doing my routine, and, and he certainly would utilize my delete. <laughs> but that's all right, you know. He had right to it. Like the the whole broken mat thing wouldn't have worked if he hadn't been so committed to his role as Brother Nero and me. Like you know, once again being upset, he was a, a, a spot monkey, <laughs> you know, because he had a terrible addiction. <laughs> You know, we get to a point where I, you know, I literally wouldn't let him jump off the ropes. And I was like, and the funny thing is that was part of the story, but I was like, seriously, man, like you're going to kill yourself. Like, <laughs> slow down. You're doing too much. Like the people just want to see Jeff Hardy. You don't have to do a swanton, whisper in the wind and, and sacrifice yourself to the floor every single night, you know? So we'll do this whole gimmick. I'll make you brother Nero. Like I kind of am in control of you. And then like, you just wrestle. Okay. Right. Just punch me, okay? <laughs> I want you to heal up, okay? Yeah, that that you, was the whole point behind that. You are family there, and he he says fear is a part of it or whatever. Is it tough for you to watch whenever he's about to do something that's just ludicrous? Is it is or what is it? Uh, no, I mean I get it, and I, I I get what makes him. And, and this is something that I say to wrestling fans. I mean, like J Jeff is like got the kindest heart of anybody you ever meet and he really feels like he owes it to wrestling fans because once again we're two kids that grew up in the middle of nowhere north carolina in cameron a very very small country town and he feels like he owes it to them to give him everything he has when he goes out and and that's a, a great mentality and attitude to have but also too there's also like the reality of like taking care of your body especially as you get older you know so like i, I get it when he does stuff and 
sometimes uh so you feel like you're letting down the audience there if you don't do something just absolutely absurd i, I mean i could see you being trapped by that fear of letting people down not not really not not so much but like that's one thing with i think my deal now uh, more than ever is the paint the face paint uh because i grew up loving the ultimate warrior the road warriors you know anybody that painted their face wasn't sure why but i just loved i guess the artistic you know thing that's inside me but uh Last night, for example, I didn't feel like painting my face, but I was like, man, I, I know there's some kid out there that's waiting to see this, so especially with the eyes closed and the zombie walk and all that. So I'm, I'm going to do it. So I, I, gosh, for the last, I think I'm now on my Instagram, there's a little over 100 uh, shows that I've painted my face, you know, every night. So I've kept it rolling, it's, but it's so much extra work. But that's one thing I think I, I can do now instead of, you know, doing a swan hunt every night. So... <laughs> By the way, Smart. great move. Yeah. <laughs> great move. So you, you have to prepare during your day time to paint your face. Has there ever been a time where it's been close? Oh, for sure, man. Like when I... Uh, <laughs> like just throw something together? <laughs> the worst look ever. <laughs> but yeah, like the, uh, a few weeks ago, I was moved to first from fourth or whatever. So I was in an ex extreme rush, and I was doing the deal where I... I paint a face on my face. This little weird obsolete yeah, man, you know, on my face. And uh, so, yeah, it was just a rush job. But I, I've always uh, been able to make it make it happen. So, yeah, luckily I, it has. Every time I see you come out, I'm always like, yeah, I wonder how long that took. And I wonder <laughs> if there was a moment of like, oh, shit, only going to paint half the face tonight. <laughs> only going to paint half. Sure, many times. <laughs> yeah, like a full-on fear panic mode. I, 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 it's so impressive when he does that. Like, and and I'm watching him, and he does it so quickly, and he's just so artistic. Like, I know if I tried that, like I would paint my face, and I would come out, and he would go, yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, bless his heart." Yeah. He tried. He tried. Oh, he tried that no, man. He's a sweet little man. <laughs> uh, so brainstorming, like whenever you came up with broken mat and the delete and stuff like that, is that a real session, or do you do it like when you're on the road, or is there like do you have people helping you out, or is it just uh, you two kind of coming together uh, for like ideas and stories and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean that that was pretty much on me. Whenever you know, whenever that came to be where I was working, that's pretty much where uh, I, I kind of got my say so, and I ended up ha being at a point where I had kind of like. How do you pitch the at the events? I assume you have to pitch at the events. Well, no, well, what happened when whenever we're here and I'm doing the Woken thing, we come back initially and we kind of start as the Hardy Boys, and then Jeff gets hurt and he's gone. I just walk into TV one day and they go, "Oh my god." You, you got to go in events. You've got to explain to him the whole what this broken Matt Hardy means and like what what he does and what motivates him and how he came to be. And I had a one on one conversation with the Benz for thirty minutes explaining broken Matt Hardy and how it came to be. It's one of the most entertaining <laughs> conversations of my life. I'm sure. thinking of it right now. Yeah, Vince <laughs> and he obviously was all in because it seemed as if it just it started coming in full bore. You're on every show doing it. I assume is that the case. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I think it was a little, as far as like kind of trying to play to, to two masters, like I, I don't know if he fully kind of comprehended all that in some ways because he, he's very much like, you know, he does like comic book characters or superheroes and w when you're like a gimmick character and that's what he promotes and does, you know, like in, in wrestling it's just changed so much as time goes on. But like it was so fun there. I said, I said, so see, this is the deal. See, like now once I became broken and I utilized more of my mind, this is what I'm telling Vince in this meeting. I said, I can utilize more of my mind where the human being can utilize X, per amount, uh, X uh, percent amount of their mind. Now I can do like it's five times that. So I'm aware of where my soul, where my essence has been and all these other bodies. So like I've been able to track it for over 2,000 years. And now my soul just happens to be inside the body of the man that is a wrestler named Matt Hardy. And my soul's name is Zenith. That is my essence. And Okay. 
<laughs> you know, I just don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wish I wish you would have just got drug tested like the next day. <laughs> give, give me the drug test. I'll take them all. The NFL would that would have happened in the NFL. If I walk into Commissioner Goodell, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I would have got drug tested the next day. What a moment. Uh, well, you got, well, when I, I said, Well, when I was away, I watched a lot of TV. I got into a lot of good TV shows, you know. <laughs> I started watching True Blood and I saw these vampires oh, yeah. that had pieces hey. throughout time. I said, that was kind of my inspiration for this. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I wanted to ask Jeff because uh um, you were talking about the arts, and then I was reading about you earlier, and it said you do sculpture as well. And I wanted to ask, like, are you doing ice sculptures? What type of sculpture oh. are you working with? No, years ago, I don't do them anymore, but years ago, I used to take, uh, like, plastic jugs and bottles and, like, duct tape them uh -huh. up. And, like, to, like, this, uh, the, I made a huge thing. I made a bamboo skeleton and then just built this big man around it, and mm -hmm. I called him uh, Niromi. And actually had a uh, water man. hose that went up his leg, and he, he I could actually turn the water on it. He would shoot water out of his ass. <laughs> it, was, it was the wildest thing. And this is years ago. But yeah, that just just took so much time and yeah, so much yeah. patience. But yeah, back in the day, the aluminumies I used to used to paint. <laughs> you paint, you paint like for real, like uh, I do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when I have time on canvas. You Who's know, your favorite painter of all time? Of all time, probably yeah. MC Escher. Bob Ross, yeah, yeah. I'm break out, I'll break out a little Jeff Ross later. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> you guys got anything for him? I got something for yeah, you. Here we go. Um, professionally, you've been linked for your 27 years. Has there been any time in your career where you guys just did not want to talk to one another? You had beefs, and even though professionally you had to make it look like you were close and, and brothers, but actually had some beef that you guys were like, I ain't talking to him. He ain't mm. talking to me. That happens uh, with me and my brother. Yeah, all the time. He works here. <laughs> <laughs> I keep him in his corner, though. <laughs> I don't think so. It's pretty, uh, like, in tune, I believe. Yeah, it's yeah. No, we, we, we've we never had that point, like, where we've been at each other's throats. You know, we've had, uh, I guess, scenarios where we've had disagreements or we kind of see things in different lights. But, yeah, we've never had, like, a big blowout. And usually we're really easygoing and get along great together. So, How were you guys individually in school? Like, if a teacher, when you're in high school, if a teacher described you both individually, what would they say about you? Me, kind of least likely to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> In anything. Kid's got a lot of quitting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, I was more the, the brain guy. Once again, like, it's funny, JR would make that analogy a lot. Like, you know, he'd say, well, you know, Jeff Hardy's the sizzle, Matt Hardy's the steak. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I was I was pretty good. A stronger math guy, stronger math guy than than verbal in, in English. Yeah, but I, I did, did, did pretty pretty good in school. We, we love a good math joke yeah. here. <laughs> who got you guys in? Who who are some uh, older people that kind of helped you get? Not got you in, but helped you whenever you were younger and stuff like that. I got to give it up to the Italian stallion and uh, George South. They broke us in back in '94. Uh, being job guys yeah that's when we first got an opportunity well you know like I said we'd started in 92 we we it's a very weird story like obviously we had this trampoline in our backyard for a couple of years you know like 89 90 and we're boing 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 yep. boing yep. you know wrestling around you know emulating what we saw on TV and then we met a guy whose name was Kenneth Morgan and he came up to us and he'd met a friend of ours Tracy Goodell who was like six years older than me he how old are you guys at this time 17 18. Uh, Jeff was uh, when we met like Kenneth 14, Morgan. Probably. Yeah, you yeah. were probably 14, 14, 
14, maybe almost 15. And I, I was probably 16. So we, we'd met this guy, and he said, well, yeah. And he's very, very Southern dude. He's like, well, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff for my carne for the fairs. And he said, <laughs> I've got this ring. It's going to be breakthrough. It's like half real wrestling ring. It's half trampoline. I think you boys would be great for it. If you want to come do some shows, you know, maybe you can make you a few, bot, a few dollars. So then we did some shows with him at a fair. And then he realized, like, oh, well, you can't get rich off this wrestling stuff doing shows at the fair or whatever. <laughs> so we ended up actually buying that ring. Like, I worked at a car wash, That's and Jeff awesome. did landscaping. Like, And we, we bought that ring. We converted it to a solid, hard ring, and then we kind of started training ourselves. And then a guy that we'd met said, oh, you should come with us to – PWF and it was an independent promotion in North Carolina ran by the Italian Saint George South and I'm like okay brothers well you know if you guys just do all our shows for free you know we we do two or three nights a week we'll take you to WWE and we'll give you a chance to wrestle the the real big superstars and then May of 1994 we both went I was 18 Jeff was 16 and Jeez. Stallion <laughs> made him lie about his age he had to move up his birthday two years <laughs> this time of the release form and uh, and we we both wrestled like I wrestled on live TV against Nikolai Volkov 18 and Jeff was wow. 16 years old. That's wrestled against absurd. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Whoa. He's a little pale hey, white kid out there. <laughs> yeah. absurd. Razor Ramon just beating the hell out of a 16-year-old on a TV? A junior yeah. in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that Bad hard, guy. <laughs> that hard-ass ring. My little 185-pound body didn't make it budge. You know? so it was, it was I went back to school and said, hey, watch Monday night. I'm going to be <laughs> <laughs> Least likely to succeed my ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, teacher lady, you on TV? <laughs> and what's so funny is like they we had just got like amateur wrestling at our high school. Like our high school was small, and I didn't get to do it. Like you know, while while I was there, we had it the year after I graduated. And then Jeff was uh, uh, doing amateur wrestling, and he was good at it. And then they told him, said, "Well, <laughs> coach, what did they do?" He said, "I don't yeah, know. Since actually, you're doing this professional wrestling, that might be a conflict since you're getting paid. Yeah. I think we're going to have to kick you off the team." <laughs> there was a big yeah, scandal was, uh, at Union Pines <laughs> High School in the middle of the country. Because you got paid twenty five bucks right, to yeah, get exactly. smashed on TV. Yeah, my sophomore year, I think I finished third in the state, so I did good, very well for my yeah. first year ever wrestling. And then uh, by the time my junior year rolled around, we'd already started doing the, the going to the Fed. You know, back in the day. Uh, but yeah, when I came back after the that, that tape, yeah, that's what they used to call it. Well, that's what any, any wrestler still guys joke about all the time. Go, hey, hey brother, you, you guys working for the Fed now? Or, or they go, hey brother, you guys working for New York? Oh hey yeah, you guys working for the E? You know, like there's all these slangs and still indie guys. Some indie guys that are holding on to the you know the '80s territory days love to use that that terminology. But when the uh, athletic director found out about me being on TV as a pro wrestler, he he pulled me aside one day and said, "You don't like this?" He said, "He said, are you making money for wrestling?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, they pay us a little bit." He said, "Well, that you, you can't wrestle here. That'd be like you being in the NFL and coming back." <laughs> <laughs> so I, think it's a, I think it's a little different. <laughs> did you see my match, athletic director? Did you? Did you see? <laughs> that's incredible. That's uh, amazing. Wild journey you guys have been on, and it's been awesome to kind of watch you guys evolve and change. And through honestly, through the ebbs and flows of the whole thing, it's been really cool as a fan to watch the Hardy Boys kind of evolve and. Uh, I think I speak for everybody and say thank you guys for your service. Awesome. I mean, yeah. your bodies, your bodies have been just fucking ragdolled for our <laughs> entertainment for years, and I'm very thankful for it. And I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that. Honestly, oh, well, well, thank you, and and once again, like you know, we're we're blessed, man. We're living the dream. This is what we always wanted to do, and it's provided us a, a great life. So you know, no complaints here. And we were talking earlier. Uh, we might be going to SmackDown this evening. If you don't go off a thirty-three foot high thing, we're all going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not going to let you down, guys. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, what I if, would feel so bad. What if we start <laughs> booing a bassoon? Get the. Fuck 
fuck down. <laughs> That's not what we're here for, Jeff. Just punch somebody. Just punch somebody. Just paint your face. Uh, <laughs> just paint your face. Ladies and gentlemen, legends in the wrestling world, the Hardy Boys. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. Wild story on those guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were very were nice, though, weren't they? I love yeah, hanging so out with cool. those guys. They were very nice. Yeah. They've been there, done that with everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Absolutely. 16-year-old wrestling with Razor Ramon on Monday night. That's absurd. That's like going back to school. Goes to school yeah. on Monday. Ken, it's like playing in the NFL and coming back to high school football. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight, athletic director. Kind of feels bad about himself, I bet. Yeah. You yeah. said, Todd, him being third in the state, his first year of wrestling is insane. To yeah, when he said that, I was just I was in shock. I thought maybe I heard it wrong. And then he had repeated it again later. And I'm like, first year ever going out for wrestling, you got third in the state? I guarantee you that's never happened before. Well, he's, that, no he's an incredible entertainer. He's a front man for a band. He's an mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. Talented humans. I'm Great a big period. fan of them. I'm thankful they came into the uh, office. I'm thankful that they came on the show. Go watch a video on the YouTube. Foxy went to work on that thing. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm, uh, and other than that, we're so thankful for all of you. You're the goddamn best. Ty Schmidt hit the music.